1: Everybody, we got a song for the church choir. <laughs> Sing it about somebody that we call that man Jesus. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. <laughs> this one for the church choir. Come on, I search. Come on, all over. Come on, trying to find. Someone, Someone like that, man. but if my search, I was faced with reality. At my search, Girl, in my search. I was faced. the Lord everybody praise the Lord everybody I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord for this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in and anybody excited to be alive this Sunday morning if you're in the sanctuary can you stand to your feet and let's give our God a great big praise in this place those those that are watching virtually we thank you this morning as we prepare to move forward in worship we serve an amazing God and he is our king. Is he your king? Hallelujah. Lift your hands this morning if God is your king, if he is your shelter. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We sing. i love you forever. all my He's our king. Forever, my king. Anybody grateful for God's mercy this morning? Come on, tell them, Lord, your mercy, yes. Mercy. Come on, we're grateful, Lord, for your mercy, yes, we for are. Come on, tell them, shall follow shall me. To him, forever, Jesus. Forever, and we say, forever, your mind. Come on, we're grateful for the Lord being our refuge and our strength. Come on, he's been our shelter, Lord. Yes. I shelter Come on, we sing forever, Lord. Forever. Come on, he's what's been keeping us. Come on, in time.
2: From the dead, and He is Lord. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We welcome you to the sanctuary of the Salem Baptist Church on today, those who are worshiping with us in person and those who are worshiping with us virtually. We are here under the direction of Reverend Dr. Selwyn Q. Backus, our senior pastor. We want to just thank you for being a part of what God is doing at the Salem Baptist Church. And we pray that everything that we say and do on today give God all honor, glory, and praise. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for meeting us here in your sanctuary and virtually wherever we may be on this day. We thank you, God, for allowing us to acknowledge that you are Lord and that we love you as our Lord and King. Bless us today as we worship you in spirit and in truth. It is in Jesus' name we pray that all of us say together, Amen. Amen and amen. The Lord made a way. Yes he did. Has he made a way for you on today? Through many dangers toils and snares. No matter what comes our way. The Lord continues making a way somehow. It is time for prayer here in the house of Salem. And if you are here today, uh, we're going to ask that when the time has come that you stand where you are. And if you are not with a family member, then we don't want you to hold hands. Just stand where you are as we enter into a time of prayer. You may stand where you are. And as we prepare our hearts and minds for prayer on today... We want you to be mindful of all of our uh, elected officials, those serving at the federal, state, and local level, and all of our military personnel. Those that are hospitalized this week, infant Clementine Nielsen Jackson. and I'm going to take a privilege here. Um, The baby is a, a miracle in and of itself. And she has struggled, and she has continued, even in her own way, to keeping her hope built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. And so I'm just going to ask you to call out this name with me, Clementine Nielsen Jackson. Can you just say it? Clementine Nielsen Jackson. And I know that the Lord is going to bless her real, real good. Amen. Jacqueline Jones in Select Specialty Hospital. Brother Dwayne Jennings in Lyde Transplant Center. Then there are those that stand in the need of prayer uh, because of the woes of this world. Sister Joyce Mae Burton. Sister Aquila Chamberlain. Sister Ann Christian. Sister Martha Hartnett sister Allie Jackson, sister Margie Johnson, sister Katie, Katie Lofton, sister Velma Sanders, sister Gwen Watson. And we wanna to add to that sister Dorothy May Turnbull. Then we have our brother Mark Owens, brother Dalon Rucker, brother Derek Wakefield, and we want to add to that list brother Walter Goodwin. Then there are those that stand in the need of prayer due to the loss of a loved one. Our very own Pastor Bacchus and family in the loss of his cousin, Patricia Carol Palme, Sister Sharon and Donna Reed in the loss of their aunt, Shirley. Brother Augustus and Sister Kaynette McNair in the loss of their grandson, Tyreek Lee Watley. Brother Greg and Sister Joy Geyer in the loss of her sister, Lynette James. And Sister Doris Keith and Karen Yap in the loss of their sister and aunt and our member, Sister Sylvia Wilson. Let us go to the throne of grace in prayer. Good and gracious God, we are very grateful on today because the truth be told, all of us have come into your presence with at least a modicum of brokenness. We've come on today, oh God, knowing that there were some prayers that did not get prayed. God, we've come on today knowing that there was some opportunities to forgive and be forgiven that we let slip by the wayside. God, we know that, that there are things that you have called us to do and opened doors for us to go through and we fail to follow your command. Then God, we know that that during this week we've heard the news of all the tragedy going on all around us and we only thought about ourselves but we thank you God for your grace and your mercy we thank you God for giving us a opportunity to be redeemed and to be restored and to be revived for the things that we did not do that you have called us to do in this week. God, we thank you because we know when you redeem us from our sin, when you reclaim us as your Lord and as our Lord and Savior, when you revive us from the dead places in our lives, God, we can do anything but fail in your strength and in your power. God, help us to not major in minor things. But allow us to do those things that you have called us to do. Yet, whether they are little or large, God, allow us to do what you have called us to do. That we may not only be the body of Christ called Salem Baptist Church, but we can also be the body of Christ called the community that surrounds the Salem Baptist Church. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Hear our prayer. Bless, rule, and abide in all of our hearts. Keep your tender, loving hands around our shepherd. Keep him steadfast keep him unmovable. Allow him to always abound in your glory. Bless all of our officers and members, wherever they may be on today. And while on others thou art calling, Lord, do not pass us by. It is in the matchless name of our Lord and risen Savior, Jesus the Christ, and for his sake alone, that all those who hear and believe Let us all say together, amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated.
3: We praise God for each and every one of you gathered here in the sanctuary of the Salem Church and those who gather in the virtual sanctuary of the Salem Church. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. Very quickly, very quickly, we want to remind you that on next Sunday, uh, the 19th of uh, September, we will uh, continue it as we move toward our face-to-face worship. We will not be using a registration uh, program, but if you would uh, just arrive and have your information available or share it with those who are at the registration tables, we will make sure uh, that you are accounted for and that in case we have to do any contact, contact tracing, we will have the names and information of all who have gathered in worship. We look forward to seeing you on next Sunday. We as well want to remind you on Wednesday, September 22nd, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., we'll be having a vaccination clinic here on uh, the campus of the Salem Church. The follow-up, the second, will take place on Wednesday, October 13th, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. As well, we want to remind you on Saturday, October 2nd, our deacons will be distributing our communion elements from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So that those who will be worshiping with us virtually will be able to share with us as we share in the Lord's Supper this holy communion. So again, that's October 2nd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We thank each of you, Salem, for all that you do and our ministry partners who continue to support the ministry of the Salem Baptist Church. We thank you for your faithfulness, for your commitment and your stewardship in your giving. We want to remind you there are various platforms by which you can give. You can send your tithe and offering to the Salem Baptist Church at 3131 Lake Street 68111 from 9 to 5. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can bring your tithe and offering here to the church. You can give through our website at SalemBC.org, through PayPal, through Venmo, through Cash App, through Givelify, and Text to Give at 402-543-3316. And again, we praise God for you, Salem, and for our ministry partners as you continue to give and support the ongoing ministry of Of the Salem Baptist Church. We're going to ask our music and fine arts ministry to come at this time and lead us further in worship.
4: I'm for us. <laughs>
3: turn in your bibles and your devices your tablets thus the heavens the once again the second samuel the and on the 6th chapter day, of his work which second made, samuel
4: rested on the 7th day from all his work which he had made god blessed the 7th day and we'll read the first 5 verses although we
3: will it, use uh, much of this chapter 2 Samuel chapter 6, and the word of God reads, Again, David gathered all the choice men of Israel, 30,000. And David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal Judah to bring up from, the, from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name the Lord of hosts, who dwells between the cherubim. So they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. And Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, accompanying the ark of God. And Ahio went before the ark. Then David and all the house of Israel played music before the Lord on all kinds of instruments of wood, on harps, on stringed instruments, on tambourines, on sistrums, and on cymbals. The, Lord is, the Lord's word is blessed. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk today for a few minutes by the help of God and the Holy Spirit from this simple subject, a celebration of a divine assignment, celebration of a divine assignment. For Some weeks now, with a few interruptions, we have been instructed by the actions, activities, and events in the life of one of the most memorable characters in the Old Testament by the name of David. We have, through the sermonic presentations, observed similarities of what we have all experienced in life. And through each of these sermons, we have observed the power, sovereignty, authority, and dominion of the Lord. Very quickly, let me remind you of the titles of this series of sermons that have been a part of this journey of reflecting upon David's life. 1 Samuel chapter 15 and 16, we observe David's divine assignment. David was to follow Saul, Israel's first king, and be the second king of Israel. Then in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we saw the confidence of a divine assignment as David faced and was victorious over a nine-foot giant by the name of Goliath. We then consider the dangers of a divine assignment in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 through 16, when Saul became jealous and envious of David and began to seek David's life. We then move further into 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 17 through 30, seeing David have determination in his divine assignment. For the Spirit of the Lord intervened on David's behalf. In 1 Chronicles chapter 11, we rejoiced in David's blessings of a divine assignment as we highlighted the recognition, the road to, and the realization of his divine assignment. In 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 6 through 16, we saw the reality of David's divine assignment as the Lord prospered and provided for David. On last week, we focused on the conflict of a divine assignment, where we notice the enemy's approach, David's response, and the Lord's instructions. And on today, we take a moment to observe a celebration of a divine assignment. We must remember that David had, in the previous sections of Scripture, defeated the Jebusites, the residents of the city of Jerusalem and designated Jerusalem as the capital city of a unified kingdom of Israel. He then defeated the archenemy and nemesis of Israel, the Philistines, on two occasions as they sought to unseat David and prevent he and Israel from becoming strong and settled. To provide further context, we have to rewind 1 Samuel chapter 4, Because it is there that the Philistines had defeated Israel. And the defeat was so overwhelming that the Philistines wrested away the Ark of God, which symbolized the presence of the Lord. The Philistines placed the Ark in several places in their country. And at each location, calamity, catastrophe, and chaos Erupted. Initially, the ark was taken to Ashdod and placed in the temple of their idol god, Dagon. After the Philistines returned to Dagon's temple the next day, their idol was found prostrate and bowed before the ark of God. They returned their idol uh, to his place, and on returning the next day, they found Dagon prostrated and broken before the ark along with that the people of ashdod were stricken with tumors and a plague of mice overran the land when the mark, ark rather was removed from ashdod and successively moved to gath and ekron the people in the surrounding areas were stricken with a plague of boil The Philistines, acknowledging the power and potency of the presence of the ark, decided to return the ark to Israel. It was delivered to Israel and placed in the field of Joshua the Bethshemite. The Bethshemites then sent the ark to kirjath Jerim, also called Bel-Judah. Ultimately, the ark of the Lord found a home at the house of Abinadab, where Abinadab's son Eleazar was sanctified to tend to the ark. It remained there for some 20 years. It is at this point on today uh, we see what happens next in the life of David. As I said earlier, David has established Jerusalem as the capital and primary place of worship in Israel. And he feels as if it is appropriate and proper to have the ark of God placed in Jerusalem. David, fulfilling his divine assignment as the king of Israel, prepares to return the ark of God to the capital city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And in this text, we see a celebration of David's divine assignment, a part of which was properly placing the ark of God. And so the first thing we see in this text is that this kind of celebration is characterized by praise and worship. This kind of celebration is characterized by praise and worship. David, in this text, operates as priest, prophet, and chief praiser. David not only directs praise, but he participates in praise. He does not send his people to praise and worship. He accompanies them in praise and worship. For David and Israel... This return has been a long time coming and they were not going to miss the opportunity to display their thanks and their gratitude and their appreciation to the Lord for all that he had done and for all that he was. And they were going to praise him specifically for the placement of the ark in Jerusalem. You see, there are times that I praise and worship is more intense and impassioned because what we're experiencing in the present has seemed to have been delayed in the past. Someone knows what I'm speaking of. You finally received that promotion on your job and you need to praise and worship the Lord. Your your relationship is finally stable and you have to praise and worship. That addiction is finally conquered and you have to praise and worship. That child has finally come to their senses and you have to praise and worship. And the promise that the Lord has placed in your life has finally come to pass and you have to praise and worship. I remind you, there are times that our praise and our worship is more intense and impassioned because what we're experiencing, the presence, seems to have been delayed in the past. And when it comes to fruition, your praise and your worship just breaks out. And that's what happens in this text. David leads the children of Israel in praise and worship as the ark of God is on its way to Jerusalem. Listen again to the text on today, beginning at verse 1. Again, David gathered all the choice men of Israel, 30,000, and David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal Judah to bring up from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name the Lord of hosts, who dwells between the cherubim. So they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. And Uzzah and Ahil, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, accompanying the ark of God. And Ahil went before the ark. Then David and all the house of Israel Played music before the Lord on all kinds of instruments, of wood, on harps, on stringed instruments, on tambourines, on sistrums, and on cymbals. Listen, David and Israel realized this moment in the life of their king and country was monumental and massive. They were not going to let the opportunity to praise and worship the Lord pass them by. And Sometimes, child of God, you just have to take a moment to praise and worship the Lord when you take inventory of what the Lord has done. Oh, yes. You have to pause and praise and worship because of who he is. Sometimes you just have to think about what the Lord has done. Maybe the Lord has healed you Then you ought to praise him. Maybe he's delivered you. You ought to praise him. Maybe he saved you from something you couldn't save yourself from. You ought to praise him. Maybe he's kept you when you couldn't keep yourself. You ought to praise him. Maybe he's cleared up your once chaotic chaotic and cluttered mind. You need to praise him. Maybe he's straightened your once winding path. You ought to praise him. The truth is, all of us, if we take a moment to think about it, we have a reason to celebrate something the Lord has done for us by praising him. And if you take a minute, think about who he really is, you'll be motivated and moved to worship him. When you just think about who he is, you'll be motivated and moved to worship him. He's El Shaddai, God Almighty. He's El Elyon, the most high God. He's El Olam, the everlasting God. He's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. He's Jehovah Nissi, the Lord is my banner. He's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace. He's Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. He's Jehovah Mekadeshim, the Lord, our sanctifier. He's Jehovah Roy, the Lord, our shepherd. He's Jehovah Sitkanu, the Lord, our righteousness. He's Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. He's Jehovah Elohim Israel the Lord the God of Israel every now and then when you think about who he is you need to stop and worship him when you think about what he's done you ought to praise him and that's what David and Israel found doing in 2 Samuel chapter 6 they celebrate what the Lord has done And who he is by praising and worshiping the Lord. But not only that, we see this kind of celebration is characterized by praise and worship. We understand as well this kind of praise and worship may be criticized by other people. There is a tragedy that occurs in the midst of this triumphant moment. David assigns Abinadab's sons to escort the cart into Jerusalem. And David did not take into account that the priests were supposed to carry the ark of God and were instructed not to touch the ark directly, but to carry it by inserting rods through four gold rings at the corners of the ark. Unfortunately, in this section of Scripture, Uzzah is is struck down by the Lord and dies because he directly touches the ark. This happens in the area of Obed-Edom, the Gittite's home. David is angry because of Uzzah's death, and he leaves the ark at Obed-Edom's house. David hears of the blessings that are being poured out on all that is related to Obed-Edom because of the presence of the ark of God and determined once again to bring the ark of God to Jerusalem. But this time, David determines, I will do so properly. David returned to his prior posture, posture rather, of praise and worship. Listen to what the text says, beginning at verse 12. Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with gladness. And so it was when those bearing the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, that they sacrificed oxen and fatted sheep. Then David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was wearing a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. David again does what is proper and appropriate for the moment he lifts up praise and worship to the lord and he does so the bible says with all his might now this is not some reserved or retained worship this is expressive emotional animated worship and just like it is in 2021 There's always someone watching who will, in essence, say, it doesn't take all of that. And in this text in 2 Samuel chapter 6, the person who is saying that is David's first wife, Michael. Listen to the text in verse uh, verse 16. It says, Now as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and whirling before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. Now, not only does she allow this to fester in her heart, she conveys and communicates it with her mouth in verse 20. So it wasn't just in her heart. She had enough nerve and unmitigated gall to communicate it from her mouth. Listen to verse 20. It says, Then David returned to bless his household. and Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants as one of the base fellows, shamelessly uncovers himself. Michael seeks to shout shame David. (laughs) She says, in essence, you were making all that noise whirling about praising and worshiping until you came out of your clothes. Once again, someone in essence saying it doesn't take all of that. Uh, Always someone criticizing someone else's praise and worship. Listen, child of God, let the world know you can criticize all you want to, I'm still going to give the Lord praise. Mm -hmm. You can criticize all you want to, I'm still going to worship the Lord. You can criticize all you want to, I'm still going to lift up my hands. And this leads us to our last point of emphasis found in 2 Samuel chapter 6. Because we see this kind of celebration is characterized by praise and worship. This kind of praise and worship may be criticized by other people. But lastly, this kind of praise and worship is confirmed by position and placement. It's confirmed by position and placement. David allows Michael to have her say. He, he listens at was what was in her heart came out of her mouth. And yet David's response, in essence, communicates, I have to praise and worship the Lord with this kind of intensity, passion, enthusiasm, and excitement because of where I am and what I've been through. I have to praise and worship the Lord with such intensity, an animation because of my position and because of my placement. David allows her to have her say, and then he responds. Listen to what it says in verses 21 and 22. It says, so David said to Michael, it was before the Lord who chose me instead of your father and all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord, and I will be even more undignified than this, and will be humble in my own sight. But as for the maidservants of whom you have spoken, by them I will be held in honor. David says to Michael, listen, you need to think about my position and my placement that causes me to give the Lord praise and worship. David says, don't forget, your father Saul was the king. And in case you forgot, now I'm the king. Don't forget your brother Jonathan was the heir to the throne. And in case you forgot, now I reign over Israel from the throne. Don't forget. Don't, 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 don't forget your father Saul put a contract out on my life and he tried to kill me every opportunity he had. Oh, but I want to remind you I'm still here. Uh, David says, the Lord has given me the position of king. And he's placed me on the throne. So, uh, in case you mind, Michael, I'm going to keep on praising. Uh, uh, And I'm going to keep on worshiping. Uh, because of the Lord's placement. And uh, because the Lord has positioned me. Uh huh. And David says, You thought that was a mess today. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to let you know in advance. Yes, Lord, I may have been making noise today. I may have been whirling on today, uh huh, but check me out tomorrow and I'll be even more dignified because, uh, Michael, it was not you, and uh, it was not your father, and uh, it was not your brother, and uh, it was not your family that saved me, that kept me, that protected me, that positioned me, and that placed me.
5: David said uh, it was nobody
3: but the Lord. And uh, since it uh, was nobody but the Lord, uh, I
5: will, I will uh, give him some praise and I will give him some worship. Do I have a witness Uh, and I need, I I, I need, uh, I need to know uh, is there anybody here? Yes, Lord, is there anybody here? yes is there anybody here who will declare today uh, i will worship the lord
3: and i'll praise the lord uh, because of all he's done for me Uh, do i have a witness Uh, i don't care
5: what my pew might say i don't care what my family might say But I'm going to give the Lord some sure enough praise. Is there anybody here who doesn't mind telling the world? I'll give him worship and I'll give him praise because he's worthy of all of my praise. I praise him like I praise him. I worship him like I worship him. Because you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. And I'll lift my hands. I'll lift my voice. I'll open my mouth. Because he's worthy, worthy, yeah, 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 worthy, yeah, yeah, worthy, yeah, worthy, worthy to be praised. David says on another occasion, I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth my soul will make her boast in the lord the humble will hear thereof and be glad oh, magnify the lord with me and let
4: us let us, let us.
5: Exalt his name together Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here? Who knows he's worthy? Worthy! Say yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah!
3: I'm trying to leave it alone. Yeah!
5: Ah, I I, am trying to leave it alone But there's something on the inside Trying to get on the outside And I just have to say he's worthy 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 Worthy, worthy to be praised. Give them some praise, y'all. Put your hands together. Shout glory. Shout glory. Shout hallelujah. 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 Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah.
3: Thank you, Lord. The doors of the church are open. The invitation is extended. David could worship like he did and celebrate like he did because he had a relationship with the Lord. And in case you're watching or listening on today, wherever you might be, it might be here in the sanctuary, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, this is your opportunity. To know him as Lord and Savior. Romans 10 reminds us if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you want to give your life to the Lord, please call us at 402 455 1000, option three. There's someone waiting to hear your voice. Or if you know the Lord, but you're out of fellowship with a local church, you need a church family, you need a church home this is your opportunity to be a part of the body of Christ here at the Salem Baptist Church please call us at 402-455-1000 option three. even now we pray that you would give your life to the Lord we're praying right now that you would trust him as Lord and as Savior Pray that you have made a decision about your life and eternity on today and have given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for those who gathered in worship, in person worship, and those who have gathered us from, gathered with us from the virtual sanctuary of the Salem Church. We pray and believe that this worship experience has been a blessing to you. We'll give you energy to face tomorrow and the coming week those who are present after the benediction we're going to ask you to return to your seats for just a brief moment let's pray lord we love you and thank you for all that you've done we thank you for your word we thank you for the privilege to be able to worship you in spirit and in truth and now unto him who's able to keep us from falling God, to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding great joy, to the only wise God be glory, dominion, and power, both now and forever. The people of God all across this city, all across this state, all across the country, and all across the world, say it together, amen, amen, and amen. And we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead.